There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 49 of Histories of the Unexpected, where we will be audio googling through history, exploring the history of things you didn't even know had a significant story to tell, like sugar, cupboards or belief. And we'll be following the links in our minds as we come across them, explaining how simply everything, simply everything, Sam, has a history and crucially how those histories link together in unexpected ways. Who knew, for example, that the history of silence, yes, the history of silence is in fact all about whistleblowing, domestic violence and desert islands. Mm. Or that the history of coffee is about news, politics and sluggishness. And also what it says about a nation where instant coffee, instant coffee, I can't stand the stuff, passes as acceptable. It's also about the history of mouth injuries, because I always burn my mouth in coffee. Oh. Uh, the man sitting opposite me is the Time Lord himself. It's Professor Extraordinaire of Early Modern British History at Plymouth University. It's James Daybell. Hello, James. Hello, Sam. And the man sitting opposite me is the Premier League goal scorer of goals, of historical goals, that is. <laughs> It is the truly wonderful, the inspirational, the innovative, the uber-brainy, the dashing, the debonair. Too much? No. Uh, it is Sam, Dr. Sam Willis. Now, together, we will be piloting you on this uncharted and frankly highly dangerous flight into the past. Each week, one of us takes the lead. And this week, unfortunately, you'll find out why in a minute, it's my turn. And what we're going to do today is to go back and have a think about the history of the scar, which we've done before, haven't we? We have, we have, where we talked about dueling scars. And what else did we talk about? Um, scars. Well, I mean, one of the things I wanted to talk about was we picked up from the previous episode is this idea of scars on the human body, the human body mm. being a historical document mm. in its own mm. right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be bringing this up because I have a new scar. You've had an accident, haven't I, you? I have had an accident. Um, <laughs> Tell us about your accident. Well, I was... Are you okay? I'm fine. Good. I wasn't okay. W where is it? Uh, it's gone now. It's um, gone. Because it's <laughs> under my eyebrow. It's gone. Which, it's a, which it's raises a... the very interesting question of invisible historical scars, invisible, it's gone. which we'll talk right. about later. So scars inside the mouth is one. You can't yes, see them, yes, but they're still yes. there. Um, or internal scars from operations. So yeah. we're going to be talking about visible scars or semi-visible, because mine's yeah. behind my left eyebrow, so my eyebrow hair mm. hides the scar. So I was on a boat in the uh, Mediterranean off the coast of Sardinia, yeah. and I got smacked in the face by a boom, which is the um, horizontal 
piece of timber or metal at the bottom of a sail on a sailing boat. And when the wind Ouch. catches it, it swings across very violently. Ooh. And um, if you are stupid and not paying attention, as I was... And it whacks you on the face. It properly whacks you on the face as well. Um, I, I can still hear the noise of it hitting my skull. Oh, um, crack. Yeah, it was It was a big crack. And um, there was a gust of wind. The, the little boat spun round. And the next thing I knew, I was underwater. Uh, I emerged and um, was hauled out of water, taken to the beach. And then um, the, the open wound on my forehead was closed shut with a couple of those, you know, those little little yeah, white yeah. steri strip things. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the so the whack hit. So you me. had to go to hospital for it. No, no, no. I just went to the beach. Right, oh, the, beach. <laughs> the beach hospital. The beach hospital had the this stuff. Yeah, um, right. And the the boom hit me. Uh, so smack on the eye socket. So I was bruised underneath the eye, and then my, the the skin on my forehead split. So I now have a very tender spot in my eye, and I'll have a scar there for the rest of my life. I think. Um, you still can't see it, can no, you? No, no. I have very poor eyesight. It was obviously very well stitched and it's, up. It's very, very well stitched up. Um, and you have. Eyebrows as well. I do have eyebrows. It. Yes, yeah. fortunately, um, I could shave them off to yes. shave my no, no, skull. No, no, I'm no, not no, no, do that. no, no, no. <laughs> um, so anyway, so there we go. So my body has acquired a new um, historical n- notifier of an of a um, an incident in my life that is seared on your memory. It is seared memory that, and, that and, event and seared in my skin. So um, I thought it'd be quite fun to just consider the scars on our body. To yes. demonstrate how oh I don't have many, but I have how the body I is a, a historical document. Go on then. Shall I? Shall I start? Go on. You see here. This. I'm sure I've talked about this before. The vertical like one. A little tiny, little tiny, little. Yes, I can. Little um, blemish. Little on your, blem- on your baby that, like that's my, that's my dueling scar. <laughs> my dueling scar from when I was a small boy in the garden with a bamboo cane. Did you win? Uh, I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember anything about it uh, except that I have this this scar here. I have a. Uh, a scar here from an injection. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Um, I have a scar here when I rem- oh god, I remember when I was about five years old, and I just got a I just got a new bike for Christmas, and we lived in a house on a slight hill. Yeah, and I had a, a tomahawk bike, which is a sort of purple bike with a bit like a chopper, and I was going down this hill, and I fell. I came flying off it and just scraped all my sort of knee and also a kind of here right yeah. on my hip and yeah. i still have a scar there hmm. which is oh, oh. pretty grim yeah yeah where are your I, I i do have chicken box scars but they're best so i like your medical that. ones they're interesting see the one on your arm is that's a bcg scar yes so i don't know when bcgs were invented but bcgs leave a scar then they're nasty nasty do they still leave a scar they still or leave they... a scar yeah um, Why haven't they invented something more humane? I don't know, but that must be a marker for for humans in, I'm guessing, the Western world where you receive yeah. BCGs. I actually yeah. don't know. I'm talking off the top of my head. So Twitter, Artie, if you're listening, get in touch. Tell me when BCGs were invented. The point about BCGs, of course, is that pre-BCGs, people didn't have a scar on their left arm mm. or right arm mm. if you're left-handed. And then after, they did. I've got one. Mine's quite a nasty one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I've got quite a lot of scars. Where else have you got scars? Well, I've got quite a lot, You're quite actually. active, aren't you? I'm quite active. Yes, I've got all sorts of scars all over my legs because I was both active and malcoordinated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Um, and I've got a couple of, a couple of nice ones. This one here, um, which I love, uh, I'm quite proud of this. This is a, this is a weapon scar. Ooh. This, I I was, I don't know, maybe 13 or 14 at a fairground and I, I was having to go on one of those air rifles. Yep. You know, you cock them, yeah, you break yeah. them in half. Yep. And then I slammed it shut 
but my hand was still in the breach. Oh. And the, um, oh God. So my hand was stuck in a shut air rifle. And then um, the, the kindly traveling man who was running the stall, he had very, very dirty fingernails and dirty hands. And I'm surprised I still have my arm. Tetanus. Yeah. Um, He he had to... I'd I'd run away from my dad. This is the other point. I was was on my own. Right. And now I was supposed to be like kind of with my parents and I ran off and had a go at the shooting stall. And then I came back with my (laughs) arm covered in blood and and, and the stall owner saying, uh, who is this child? So I've got a scar there, which I'm quite proud of. And that's warned me never to to leave. I I, I have a a, frock coat to my parents in in a fair. I I do have another scar there on my finger there. Oh, are you just swearing at me, or is that? Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I can, but, um, <laughs> but no, I'm try- I'll show it to you that way, so it's not swearing. Okay. Uh, but on my middle finger, it's kind of an inch-long scar where I had a a new penknife, and I was deciding, and it was actually a really awful cheap penknife which didn't have a proper lock on it, and um, and I was sharpening something, and it just slipped, oh. and it just closed on me, mm. and I can still remember. I can still remember very clearly that I basically had a a penknife locked on my finger. Yeah. These are all quite kind of... These are awful. ...middle-class accidents, are, though, aren't okay, they? Okay, so should I take <laughs> I want to take this in a different direction. Okay. Um, I'm doing a lot of writing. Well, as you know, we're doing a lot of writing at the moment, and yeah, I'm burning, yeah. burning the midnight What are we writing, oil. James? What are we, what are we writing? We are writing the Histories of the Unexpected Book. Yes! Yes, yes Which we will are. be out in late, in probably October 2018. Yeah. Ready for you to buy it yeah. for... Christmas for everyone in your life. <laughs> have you had an everyone injury in your writing life. the book? No, but I have been I have been drinking uh, espresso late at night <laughs> <laughs> to keep me up. So I've been burning the midnight oil, and as a guilty pleasure, I have been watching Sons of Anarchy, right? Uh, which 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 is a brilliant, brilliant. Um, is that about a biker gang? On, it's about a biker gang, right? Okay. And one of the characters. Uh, an actor called Tommy Flanagan. I found this out. He, I noticed this sort of scar on his on his cheek, going from basically the corner of his of his of his mouth yeah. up almost towards his ear on both sides. On both sides. Okay. And so I thought, oh, I, I just thought this was this was makeup. But I but googling about it, um, just looking looking online about it, I, he was actually attacked. In Scotland, he's Scottish. Scottish actor was attacked in Scotland outside a pub, and I was one of the things that we've been. One of the chapters that we're writing is about the smile. Yeah, and oh god, where are we yeah, going? Okay, Chelsea okay, smile. okay, so Chelsea smile yeah. or the Glasgow smile, and and you know this is a Glasgow you pro- smile. You pro- the Glasgow smile, and it does. Have, like, it, it does his mouth was cut on either so side. So basically, yeah. what happens is you. Well, there are set. Uh, I did a little bit more research on it. There are several ways in which you can oh. give somebody a Glasgow smile. Well, effectively, what you do is you slit the you slit the lips yeah. on either side at the corner of the mouth, so that basically you break the structure of the mouth, and yeah. then you either kick somebody in the testicles yeah. or you stab them in the stomach or hurt them in some way. Yeah. And basically that makes them scream. Mm. And then the screaming just splits right. them from the lip to the ear. That's so rather right. like the Joker, you have an enormous scar here. You the can Joker also do in it, Batman. The Joker in Batman. You can also Is do it with a credit card. I don't know the history. Oh, go on. Just carry on. With you can card. do it with a credit card. How? Um, you put a credit card in somebody's mouth. and it, it, They use this in... For for women as well, and you know, and you basically like if you're doing it to a woman, 
um, you'd break her leg and, and she'd scream. Or you put somebody, you, you get somebody and you put, you open their mouth over a curbstone and then stamp on the back of the head, right. which basically just the problem there is that you can actually kill somebody okay. um, that way. Wow. Um, I, I feel quite sick. But the, the historical um, sort of derivation of this is Glasgow in the 1920s and 1930s. And right. you've got these, these various sort of razor gangs. Yeah, um, like Peaky Blinders. It, like, exactly like Peaky mm. Blinders, and you know who are armed to the teeth with all sorts of of, of weapons. You know they they'd have um, they'd have razor blades t- sewn into their the lapels on their jacket. So if yeah. somebody tried to sort of if somebody tried to grab hold of them and and headbutt them, yeah, they'd just come away with their with their fingers all sliced. So Peaky Blinders is the name of the gangs. They so, had razor blades in the, yeah. in the peaks of their caps, yeah. same sort of thing. Yeah. But there are all, there were all sorts of gangs, and it, and it's on sectarian lines, so it's often mm. um, it's often um, you know it's often Protestant versus versus. I bet they had Catholic different guns. ways of, of um, permanently visual, vi- visibly I, I injuring bet, people. I bet I bet they did. So you knew that it was you could see someone and know that they'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. done by a Catholic um, gang yeah. or a Protestant gang. We've got um, the, the, Billy, I, I think... the Billy Boys, the Southside Stickers, the Norman Conks. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a real real problem. Yeah. Um, and they brought in a a sort of really tough super cop called Sir Percy Silito, huh. who basically decided that what he was going to he was going to, you know, in order for his career to sort of be meaningful, he was going to rid Glasgow of these gangs. And what he did was basically just go up into the Highlands and find really strong Highland men. Who really liked fighting and basically just <laughs> let them loose in Glasgow, really in the Gorbals, and just said, "Get stuck in," and they, you know, and they cleaned it up. Blimey! Uh, I mean, and World War Two breaks out. Um, but anyway, this is this is the Glasgow smile, also the Chelsea smile, and the yeah. Chelsea headhunters. Wow, that's horrible. Um, but it's, it, that that also links to the we, we were talking about accidental yeah. scars. I, I didn't deliberately hit myself on the face no, with no. a boat. No, uh, and. Um, so scarring and violence. Scarring and violence, deliberate scarring, yeah. so scarification. Yeah. Which does have its own history, doesn't it? Which does have its own history. Do you want to talk a little bit about scarification? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I think there are two aspects of this off the top of my head. One is, I suppose you can, there's a history of self-harm, isn't mm. there? There's doing it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and people with, with often it's, it's, it's razor blades on the forearms, yeah. isn't it? The so sort of catching, yeah. catching yourself for, mm. for attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I went to somebody uh, do that in front of me. Really? Yeah, it was uh, wow, horrific. Yes. Uh, in, in a in a public place, um, I just literally just sort of opened up her. Well, that's interesting because that, that that's also there's going to be a history of people witnessing self harm yeah. and trying yeah. to understand it. And I bet there's a yeah. lot of information about that in places like the archives of um, the Bethlehem Mental yeah. Hospital. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like so yes, I would say that that self harm is a really interesting aspect of that, which I would like to just research into. Yeah. Um, but then there's the deliberate scarification, um, which isn't to do with self harming. So it's a way of tattooing yourself, which yeah. is which has become popular yeah. in the last decade. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it's, more than that. But it has its own roots in um, in I, I should think I'm completely talking off the top of my head somewhere like Africa in, or in, in Africa, India, it, 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 Africa. It is incredibly widespread across huh. across Africa. And one of the things is that dark skin carries scars much. It makes they're much more visible right. than say tattoos. You know, tattoos aren't aren't that visible on on okay. darker skin. So scarification is a way of um, is a way of making making a mark sort of you know very very obvious. And there are various ways that you can do this. You know, you know, just brand branding or slicing. You know, some people would put ink in it, or you pack it. You in America, they pack it with tobacco, and what this mean? What this means is the the wound then sort of you know bulges, sort of bulges, and yeah. you get a much more pronounced, um, you get a much more pronounced scar. I mean, it's also in the last decade. Yes, you're right. It's an art form. Yeah, you know, it's become an art form, and people want to want to. Um, scar themselves. I mean, one of the strange things, I suppose, is we we, we were talking earlier on about um, we were talking earlier on about the way in which, particularly in the West, other than people who want to scar, scar themselves for sort of you know artistic reasons uh, nowadays or, or self harm, people will often want to hide scars, particularly medical scars. If you think about you know mastectomies or you know, or whatever, you know, the, this is very sensitive. Um, and, and medical scars like that, you know, connected with sort of conceptions of female beauty, people are wanting to, to hide those and keep them and, you know, keep them hidden. Um, when women have, um, have cesareans, you know, that you're, you're, they're very sort of worried about, you know, precisely where the cut is made. Often you want the cut made in the folds of the skin as the sort of stomach yeah. kind of as you sit down, the stomach sort of naturally sort of folds so that it can be it can be hidden or in your sort of waist waistband. Um but in in a lot of African um tribal societies, um the the deliberate scarification of women was in fact connected with beauty. Mm. You know, and it's something is something very different. So it's quite it's quite common for um, women to be scarred around the abdomen um, because that means that in in a sense that it's a sort of coming of age rite of passage form of scarification. It shows that they can that they are have re- achieved maturity. They're able to deal with pain. And also that then, therefore, they make good wives and will be able not only be 
the, it goes, anthropologists argue they are sexually more demanding partners, um, but also that they can deal with the pain of childbirth. Oh, okay. um, and there are a whole range of pictures uh, that I've that I've got here. I mean, look at these Ethiopian women I have here. no idea what this is going to be. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. All, yeah. So, wow. So, literally all and or here. Okay, let's just describe these for the listeners. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, this one, this is a lady holding a baby, and on her right shoulder... She has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So she's nine, an Ethiopian, 11, 12, Ethiopian 13, 14, woman. Fifteen lines of scars. Each line is made up of somewhere around twenty or thirty tiny little marks. So, so it actually, it almost looks almost like little hatching marks. Aren't like they? hatching marks. It looks a bit like chainmail in a yeah, funny way. Yeah. It's um, it's a complex pattern of scars. So she must have well over a hundred. Yeah, little scars there, yeah. and it's just on one 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 side of her shoulder. Yeah, um, and then this this lady here who's got scars all over her breasts. Yeah, and down her stomach and on her chest. But in a in a very artistic, very artistic, very artistic. Th- th- these way. are raised. Yeah. Um, uh, they're, they're short raised scars in pairs uh, down between her breasts onto her stomach and on her chest. I mean, there there are other ones here just above the just around the sort of tummy button here. Uh, well, on what this, I'm, I mean, this tribeswoman. I'm amazed at how how um kind of attractive and artistic these are. Yes, aren't they? They're, they're, I mean, this one of the um this pregnant lady on she's got one um she has tattoos on her stomach and it's like these hatching marks, but they're all in little arrows. Yeah, it's almost like something you'd see on an on a rug. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah. kind of yeah. re- um repeated uh repeated geometrical pattern. Yeah. God, I bet it hurt. I mean, I bet it. I bet it hurt. But but it's but again, it's about it. It's how you read scarification in a culture like that. Part of it is about you can read it from a sort of a women woman's point of view, and you can look at it in terms of female beauty. Yeah. Um, that is incredible. The back there. So there's a, the back of a lady from 1947, and um, what does that look like? That looks like. It's almost the kind of the, a complex design of a stained glass window or a tiled floor is the only yeah, way I can yeah. describe that. It's yeah. amazing. It's great, isn't it? I mean, this would often it would often be used to denote particular tribes or particular family groups. You know, so people would have particular signs and symbols. You know, rather like I suppose in in modern day gang culture, yeah. you would have tattoos that shows. That show, shows affinity mm. to different different groups. Mm. So the scar we've gone from your scar. And yeah, you're I, I started yourself. talking about my scar. I just want to talk about something else just yes. to finish off. So th- that's visible wounds that are all sort of injuries that are visible. But the 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 worst injury I've had is not visible. Hmm. Can't see it. I well, fell off a ladder, and uh, when I was five or six, uh, and landed on my head. Um, on on a on a hard parquet floor, and Ooh. I fell off the top of a ladder. Um, and so I have. It still feels a bit weird. But can I? Is it hurt? No. Oh, oh. Um, have you got a plate in there? I don't know what. No, 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 no. no, no. Just, no. But I think I might have some kind of knitted bone or something. Right. Anyway, I, I landed Ooh. on the t- the middle of my head, absolutely the middle of my head, and I, and I had this huge egg. Um, which then, which then, all the blood then drained down into my face and actually turned my face blue. I didn't have a black eye. I had a black face. You must have gone to hospital. 
Um, I must have. Not no, went to the beach instead. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hilariously, I was. I, I had a couple of days in bed waiting for my lump to go down. Right. And then I went down to the beach. And uh, my dad threw me a frisbee, and, <laughs> and, and I obviously had such bad concussion I couldn't right. catch it, and, and it, and it hit me on the head on the lump. Oh my um, god! Anyway, so that also made me think about about um, injuries, which only I know about. So it's, a, yes. it's this question of, of sc- scars as a as a as a as a as a tool for historians to look yeah. at the body. Obviously, there are gaps in it. You yeah. have to talk to the person as well. And teeth is the other one that's got me thinking about this. So another way. Yeah. That, you, that you can injure yourself or or scar yourself. So I I've not this tooth is fake. That one there. Oh, is it? Yeah, my front tooth. Front. Oh, you'd never you'd never notice. No. Um. So I I how broke did that happen? Surfing. I I fell off and I smacked my face on the surfboard and and it broke. Oh, didn't break the tooth. It broke the root of the tooth. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, you know I'm top. totally phobic oh, of dentists. Unbelievable. Totally phobic. Well, you won't like this story. So I go oh. in. And he says, "Oh, what's happened? Your your teeth's gone black. Um, so what's happened is that you've broken the root in your tooth. So I don't need to give you an anaesthetic. You know, they usually inject you and make your face go numb. And I was like, okay, I, I completely believed. That's fine. But it it turns out it hadn't quite broken the nerve. So, like, it had nearly broken the nerve, and he drilled into my tooth, which I didn't feel. But then he 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 had to clear out all of the dead stuff up up in the gum and put a, like a needle, like an inch long, in the hole in my tooth, and my nerve was still attached. Ah, I can still remember the pain. Anyway, so that's that's a um. That's, I nearly lost my front tooth. That's a crap. But it's all to do with so uh, um, losing your teeth. Your teeth get kicked out if um, if they just fall out. Yeah. Um, uh, and we can now replace them in modern dentistry, and you can never tell. So you can yeah. never tell yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. A, a mouth injury, or or that I've lost my teeth. A from, dentist could, from, but, but from but just illness. From yeah, it's just a bit of the gums is a bit different yeah. colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you've lost your teeth through injury or through illness or whatever, um, which raises the interesting question of the history of false teeth. And I think we should do the history of teeth. Definitely, Elizabeth the first. Definitely, tell D- me about her dragon, teeth. dragon's teeth. They were wooden, wooden teeth. Apparently, That's gross wooden teeth. Yeah, why the, did she the have dentistry teeth? was not. She used to polish her teeth with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I, so I gather. I know very little about Elizabeth the first's teeth. You've got wow. me, but I almost lost my front teeth in a in an accident. I was at a school fair, and there was a duck the lady competition right. where you had to throw. Somebody was lying on a bed. And you had to throw a hockey ball, and it's stupidly no health and safety in those days. Um, you had to throw a hockey ball against a disc that would then re- release this person to go into the water. <laughs> and they got me at the back of this, picking up all the hockey balls. So stupid. <laughs> and there was there was one kid in my class. It was a right little toe rag who decided that he was going to. I mean, this was, I was aged eleven. And he was going to pick up a hockey ball and throw it at me. And just as I turned round, the hockey ball smacked me <laughs> in the in the face, and smacked me in the teeth. And I, my parents, you know, the teacher sort of came up and said, "Oh, he looked, he looked you know, he looked at me and it was absolutely fine. You know, his teeth are still there." And um, but well, the problem thing was, my teeth were straight, but I actually had really prominent sticking out teeth <laughs> with like a one point five, one point seven um, centimeter. Gap over overbite over, overbite, over jet That's big. and uh, and it went and it was big yeah 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 it, it got sorted out with braces um I have the beautiful gnashes that I have today but um my teeth had basically been knocked straight and then we, we rush I was rushed to a dentist and they put on an emergency kind of splint but basically just um covered it in glue which basically held it there wow and then and then they started going slightly 
grey well. afterwards. And then miraculously came back to life about, Did a, they? about a year later. Yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't know that teeth could fine. come back yes. to life. That's amazing. Yes. amazing. So we should story. do something about teeth. We will do with the history of teeth. Yes. Um, thank you very much for listening. That was the scar part two. And we, if either of us hurt ourselves, we will probably do the scar part three to keep you yes. guys on track Definitely. of what our bodies look like. Definitely. Um, if you enjoyed what you were listening to, please um, uh, follow us on Twitter. I am on Twitter at Dr. Sam Willis. I am at James Daybell. And you can follow Histories of the Unexpected on at Unexpected Pod. We are... We are proud to be part of the excellent History Hit Network, home of Dan Snow's History Hit and other great shows. That's true. And uh, if you want to um, read up with some show notes, find out what we've got planned, find out what else has been going on, um, you can find us on historyhit.com forward slash unexpected. That's it. So um, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast and you like learning about the past, check out my latest venture. It's called History Masterclass, and it's a new type of historical event where you can actually learn in person from the best historians around today in unique and stunning historical locations. You can find out more at thehistorymasterclass.com and follow on Facebook and Twitter at The Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. History MC.